What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse, episode 060, Saturday, February 13th, 2021. I am Wasabi Ice Cream, your host. With me, as always, my dude, Rick. You know what up? I am excited. We got a good show going on. We got some uh, more CD Projekt Red stuff to talk about. Some patents got approved. Uh, we got quite a bit of a show to go on today. But uh, first, you know, as always, man, what have you been playing? Still playing that Persona 5. It's good shit, right? It's good. It's good. Sh- uh, like, I'm uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to I'm not going to say anything like I'm not going to say anything bad about it other than like it's just boy that starts slow. It starts really slow. It starts slower yeah. than like slower than I expected. Uh So, yeah, that that was like that's like my main hold up about it is that man, it's like it's slow to to start. But um I I like it. It's Persona. Yeah, man. Like, uh... Yeah, I it's played, a great game. Dude. I haven't played Persona in a in a while, so that's like I'm. It, it's taking me a minute to get back into the Persona mode, but but yeah, I'm like I'm I'm enjoying it. That's good. I love me some Persona, and Persona Five has enough like quality of life improvements over like three and four that it's a good one to get into. Yeah, it's a good uh, first Persona game, but it's. If you want to go back and play three and four after playing five, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a rough. Time. I don't know about that. I'm I'm still like my memory of four at least is um I'm remembering it fonder than like four still uh, good. I think the story for four is better than uh than five in my opinion, but like gameplay wise, there's a lot of quality of life stuff that's uh kind of hard to um to ignore. You'll see what I mean if you ever go back and try it. Yeah. Um, the soundtrack slaps. I've had the soundtrack for a while, actually, but like I yeah, never like, listened to it, listened to it. Um, that um, that smooth, like, jazzy uh, song that plays in the loop when you're like in, your ha- in, the, ha- in the restaurant um, that you just hear over oh, and over. Yeah, on track, that one's good. But, but, but then, like, at some point, uh, they throw lyrics in on that shit, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" There's lyrics. This? Yeah, man. Um, it's so good. And then, like after that, they just kept using the lyrics, and I was like, "Okay, like it's starting to wear off now." You can like, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that song, like I've had that song like stuck in my head like for weeks, and then like Dude, the lyrics so kicked in. It's so good, man. Like. I think all the Persona games have a great soundtrack, man. When I first played Persona 4, I would like listen to the soundtrack on repeat. I was like looking up covers of the soundtrack. I just I couldn't get enough of it. And it was the same problem with five. You're playing uh Royal, right? Yeah. Yeah. The opening song is another good one. Uh what is it? Colors Flying High is really good. That one like I'll listen on a repeat like forever. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I gotta go back and finish Persona 5 Royal. I'm like at the very last dungeon, but I never finished it. And you can go back and finish it. But uh, I'm happy you're happy, man. Great game. I'm happy you finally get to get a chance to experience it. Persona's the kind of game like I wish everybody would play at least. 
Yeah. You're going to go back and uh, play Persona 4 now that it's on PC? Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never, I never finished it. I never finished it. So like maybe I'll probably use like cheat engine just to like speed through it or something. You played, uh, but, did you play the original Persona 4 or did you play Golden on the Vita? I played Golden on Vita. Yeah. Okay. So the good one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But, well, yeah, if you want to use cheat engines to get to the end, I guess you can, but it's still a fun experience. Still um, playing through it. What I did notice about five is that the um the AI is a lot smarter. Like your teammates, when you have them on, uh, when you just tell them to do their own thing, the I they're a lot smarter in this game than in Persona Four. Yeah, they're a lot smarter in this one. I still recommend setting them up to control directly, but they're a lot smarter than they are in four. Yeah, I set them up like during the boss fights. I'm like, okay, you don't have to waste all your SP on this guy. You can just kill with a normal attack, or like, no, you should be defending now because there's like a thing. Like they're still not smart enough to do that. Like to see an attack coming and 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 plan ahead. But yeah, um, like they're they're smart enough to know. Okay, this is I I have the weakness to this guy, so I'm gonna use that attack, and then I'm gonna. Um, another new mechanic that no, no one talks about. When people talk about this game, I feel like they don't talk about the new shit. Yeah. Um, they have the mechanic where you can like slap hands and and trade someone in, All and the then they come pass, in yeah. stronger. Like they're smart enough to like do that. Like, hey, uh, she's got the fire weakness, so I'm gonna slap her in, and then she'll do the fire shit. Um, like the the AI is pretty pretty smart at at doing at doing that stuff. So I kind of just let them go. That's what I like about Persona 5. Now, your opinion, because I know a lot of people, there's like a point of contention for a lot of people. Do you like the the turn-based combat Persona 5? Do you think it works with everything that they're doing, or would you rather more like an action? Um, um, does it work as like for the for the whole series? Because I mean, I feel like that's something they've been. They've, they I mean, have, like they in general, like I. I it's a point of contention with a lot of people I've talked to. Like a lot of people I know, like just don't straight up don't like turn-based combat, and they think like everything that they're doing would be better if it was like an action, more action-heavy combat. No, no, I like I like turn-based stuff when, like, when you have your systems in place. Like yeah. Persona has a lot of systems where you're you're trying to look ahead and seeing what kind of enemies you're fighting, what the weaknesses are, and exploiting those weaknesses, and then. Building your team to, um, building your team to have certain strengths um, as well, and yeah. and planning all that out is like that's that's kind of what the whole thing is. I mean, if you had like a um, a more action oriented thing, you you would miss a lot of that. Not to, not to say that like, because I I do mo- most of the time I prefer the action stuff over over turn-based but if i have a good system for turn-based stuff I, I really like that like people hated fucking final fantasy 13 it's one i always go back to but like i fucking love the combat system in that game just because it does have that like strategy element of okay i gotta i gotta put this guy in this mode and then i'm gonna have two guys on ravager or synergist or whatever the fuck and like you can make those combinations and then kind of like plan out like different strategies, um, or like Final Fantasy X is one people talk about as well, 
where like I, I like seeing the the plant the um the turn. I like seeing whose turn it is next. And like Final Fantasy X was good at that because it would tell you like the next like six or seven turns. So like you could plan and then you could manipulate it in real time and like put someone to sleep and then they would lose their turn. And then like that's the kind of shit that I like is like yeah. ma- manipulating all that stuff. So that that's that's when I really like turn base. But sometimes you like half ass it like um, Final Fantasy VII Remake where it's like I'm not satisfied in either direction. Um, like yeah. that's what I hate. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake. I played the demo, and for what you've told me, the demo doesn't have a lot of improvements on it, but there's not enough control, like, action-wise. Like, I can't dodge cancel, which is frustrating as fuck to, like, yeah. make it, like, a good action game. But there's also, like, not enough, like, control to make it, like, to, to give it that, like, role-playing, like, strategy element they want to incorporate in it so bad. I think Persona 5 is, like, great, though. It's just perfect. I think it's one of the best turn-based systems, like, ever. Like, I don't think I know any other game that can beat it, except for maybe Bravely Default comes, like, a really close second. But yeah, whenever people tell me, like, oh, turn-based games are, like, outdated, we don't need them anymore, like, I point at Persona 5. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, But I'm glad you like it, man. That's great. I'm happy to hear that. I'm sorry I haven't caught the stream. Wife and I have been... I think I mentioned this like last podcast where house shopping. So I've been super busy taking up all my time. Um, I still have time to play some games. I've been playing a lot of Grim Dawn just because it's really easy to like boot up, play, you know, run a little, run a little bit, kill some guys, maybe find like a sanctuary and then turn. Um, Oh, I forgot to mention, I picked up age of calamity and it's fucking excellent. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good. Um, it's a it's a it's a high rule warriors game for sure, but I feel like the combos in it are a bit deeper than they were in the original high rule warriors. Um, the story's really good. I don't want to spoil it, but it's not what I was expecting. Like I expect like a retelling of what we saw in Breath of the Wild. You know, the flashbacks is a retelling of that whole thing. That's not it. Like there, there's a lot of curveballs. There's one big curveball at the beginning. I don't want to spoil, but. It's like right at the beginning. I haven't really seen it advertised too much, so I'm not going to spoil it. But there's a, there, there's a twist there in the beginning that makes me think like, oh, this is not going to go like how I thought it was. Um, um, everything's back. Like all of your abilities are back. You still have the the remote bombs, the stasis, uh, cryo, and magnesis. That's all still there. But each character uses it differently, which is really cool. Like, Link's, like, super basic. Like, if you use, like, the magnet ability, it'll just pick up whatever's metal and swing it around at people. And you control it. You can move it around and knock people around with it like you could in Breath of the Wild. But if someone, like, Impa uses it, she brings it all together and makes, like, a giant sword of, like, metal objects you find. You slap people around with it. It's it's so cool. Like, I'm having so much fun playing it. Um, I really recommend, like, if, if you like Breath of the Wild, Age of Calamity is a lot of fun. And the action's really um, because it's on Switch, there is some performance issues. Like the game stutters a lot; it doesn't it can't maintain a full sixty FPS all the time? It's frustrating. There's a lot of noticeable dips in it. That's a bummer, um, dude. Enemies, yeah, it's a huge bummer. Enemies pop up on screen randomly if you're playing handheld. Less frequently in a uh, docked, but in handheld, there is some noticeable suffering. But dude, goddamn, the game's so much fun. Like I, I put up 
Like, I don't mind. It bugged me a lot in the beginning, but I don't mind it so much because the game's. But uh, right. highly recommended from me. I've been playing that a lot. I've dumped like I think ten hours into it. Already. All right, Age of Calamity. There was some noticeable suffering. Yeah, <laughs> very uh, noticeable. But it's, it's Akira. Good. Akira in the chat. What's up? What's up, Akira? Uh, yeah, I'm. I. Kind of desperately want to play that game, but I don't. Uh, my switch is still. I figured out what's wrong with it. I just need to fix it. I just it. need to charge it. All all I need to do is just sit on the dock for like a month. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, because I took it off and I plugged it in, um, but I didn't have my fucking SD card in when I <laughs> when I finally got it to turn on. I didn't have my SD card in it, so like. I couldn't do anything and then it fucking died again before like because in the mode I have it in it doesn't charge like it charges super slowly um so like I have to get it to I have to get it into the system and then it'll start charging normally but mm, I couldn't get gotcha. to the system with the with the SD card out so um, you just gotta dock it forget it come back like in a month <laughs> fix it yeah uh, yeah so well definitely do it man like the game's good. Like, the game's really worth it. Um, it was on sale. I don't know if it still is, but I picked it up on sale. It was, like, $10 off. Nice. Like, everywhere. Like, at Best Buy, Walmart, Target. And I got, like, a gift card from work. So, from Walmart. So, that's why I went up. And it, it's a lot. I recommend. That's um, pretty especially soon since, already. Like, you know, yeah. I know. Um, it was, like, a, it was on sale. I was surprised to see it, too. Because, like, Nintendo games, like, never go on sale. <laughs> yeah. A Nintendo game is sixty dollars. It'll be sixty dollars, unless you want to buy a copy pre-owned. Then maybe it's like fifty-five. <laughs> it's like I have no idea what it is about Nintendo games that make them like maintain their value so well. But there it is. Um, but Age of Calamity is good. Mm -hmm. I, I highly recommend it. If you played the first Hyrule Warriors, it's a lot better than the first one. And I played the first one on 3DS and Wii U. I haven't bought it on Switch yet. But I, I, I do like it. I, I think Age of... Go pick it up. If you have a Switch, go pick it up. It's worth it. <laughs> Add it to your library. You won't regret it. All right. Age of Calamity. Um, I've been playing some... Uh, not like... Uh, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Binding of Isaac again. Oh, that's a good game. That's a good one. Um... Some new mods came out, and uh, boy, like they, uh, what the fuck is it called? It's called Fiend, uh, Fiend Frenzy or something. It adds like, it adds like thousands of new enemies. It adds um, like thousands of new rooms, like room types. It mixes everything up. And then Should I got you say that one. This was like a mod, or is this like a new expansion? No, it's a mod. Um, Fiend Folio. Yeah. Fiend folio. folio, yeah. Um, so I like I got that and just like a bunch of other different mods that like recently came out, and yeah, it just completely changes the experience, adds like a ton of new shit, and just makes the game a lot harder because like it, it got to I got to the point where I could like pretty easily complete a run, uh, no matter what character I picked or like no matter what I could easily complete a run every time. Um, now. Yeah, no. 
now I'd be lucky if I get out the first room again. It's like it's like you know it's like a I'm, it's like a fresh new game again. Like like I'm playing it for the first time and I suck again. Um, like they made it just so much harder. So yeah, I've been I've been playing a lot of that. Just like in my in my free time, just you know, just get high as shit. My favorite pastime has become just getting high as shit and then playing. Uh, just playing uh playing um roguelikes. Yeah. <laughs> So. I'm glad you could do that. You live in Denver. Well, I mean, Tucson, Arizona just had it legalized. So nice. Maybe I'm yeah. not too far off. Once like, once everything's good to go, I won't be too far off behind you. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't. Um. I mean, I found it the hard way that I don't. I can't like. I can't hang when I'm high, dude. Like, I just can't like. Dude, there's people that just get like high as shit and then like can have like a full on conversation and. And just like go outside and do things. I'm like, I'm not one of those people. I like, I cannot leave. I cannot leave my room. If I'm getting high that day, I am, I'm in my chair, not talking to anyone, not doing anything. Cause like, I just cannot, I can't handle the world when, <laughs> when I'm fucking blasted. So I had to find That's that funny. out. I had to find that out the hard way. So. I mean, that's, I'm the same way, dude. Like, when I start drinking, like, I, I can I can drink with friends, but I prefer, like, staying home, having a beer to myself, hanging out, watching TV. Yeah. So, like, no shame in that, man. Um, you know what you like. There's no shame in that. Yeah. <laughs> also, it's like, fucking, like, this week is cold as shit here, man. It is cold oh, as yeah? shit. What's fucking like right now? negative 22 oh, degrees. Okay. Oh God! It was like it's starting to warm up here, but when it was really cold, it was hitting like forty, fifty. I was like, "This is fucking awful." <laughs> but I live in the middle of the desert, so anything below like seventy like sucks for me. Yeah, that must be nice. Cause I can't this imagine, can imagine like negative anything. It sounds awful. Leo gets in the chat says climate change. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. Well, because it's weird, man. Because usually, Colorado is weird, man. Because like when I first moved up here, um, not on purpose, but like I moved up here like on four twenty, and um, like you would like, and in my mind, like April is like the end of like the winter in my mind, like like March, like definitely is like starts to taper off but april you shouldn't be seeing anything um this was the end of april and it was fucking snowing here uh it's insane so like it 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 definitely like the tail end of like the winter is when it gets bad here because it's been not it's been fine uh leading up leading up like all the way through but yeah this tail this this is just it's it's bad dude i freaking hate winter That's not. Nice. I mean, I, I get it. You know what you like. Uh, I got a my uh, sister in law is getting married, so we're gonna go see her in August. But she lives in like Alaska, so wow. that week is gonna fucking suck. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like I don't like the cold, so that's gonna suck hard. For me. Back back before I like was more traveled and like before I knew how the world worked uh 
like I, I have family in Canada and I thought like we were, we were going to visit them and, and like during the summer, but I'm like, Oh fuck. It's like way up there. It's probably gonna be cold as fuck. Um, so like all I packed was like sweatshirts and, and yeah. like, you know, I packed like winter shit. Cause I'm thinking, Oh, it's further North. It's going to be freezing up there. Um, kind of find out. No, it's just, it's a normal ass. They have normal summers there. <laughs> Hot as shit. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I like I know there's spots in Alaska where there it's also like you know they have like normal, fairly normal seasons, but I'll have to check with her then because I have no idea. I'm not as uh, well traveled at yeah. all. The farthest I've gone is like Mexico. Like that's as far as I think I've gone. Um, well, no, I went to New Mexico to visit my brother. So Mexico and New Mexico, but. I'll check with her and see, like, I'll just give her a call. Like, yo, what do I need to pack? Like, what is an August in Alaska? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. What's like, what's the furthest East you've been? Furthest East I've been. Um, yeah. God, I don't think I've ever gone East. Really? <laughs> really? Shit, man. Yeah. Ever been to New York? No, nah, man. I'm a, I'm a home. That's the city. I don't, really, I don't really like go anywhere. Um, I don't really go anywhere, man. I'm I'm more of a homebody. Like the only reason I like traveled anywhere is like to visit people. So like I went to New Mexico to visit my brother there, Texas. Uh, I've been to California, you know, like Disneyland and shit. But no, I've never really gone east. Yeah, the farthest east I've gone is like New Mexico. No, actually Texas. I went to Texas. Okay. To visit my yeah. brother, but like that. Texas fucking sucks. <laughs> I went to, I went, to uh, I went to um Austin, I think. I think it was Austin. I can't remember, but it fucking sucks. <laughs> I was all excited because like it was in the middle of our summer, so it was like a it was hitting like a hundred degrees here, and Texas is like, oh, it's expected to be like 70, 80. So I'm like, okay, cool. It's gonna be kind of cool there. I can beat the heat for a little bit. I didn't see like the ninety fucking percent humidity, which I don't know why it's so humid in fucking Texas. Yeah, like yeah, it is. Mexico is like fucking a hundred miles away. Like, why is it so fucking humid there? It's like uh, you're but fucking yeah, dude. like swimming, like yeah, walking through the awful. streets. You swimming? Yeah, dude, it was fucking awful. I was like walking around. Oh my god, I'm sweating. It's so wet. Like, I got to my hotel room. I took off my shirt. I threw it at the wall, and it was like a splat, and it slid down. I was like, this is fucking gross. <laughs> I hate this whole goddamn state. <laughs> like, I yeah. was pitching about it the whole time. Like. Well, Even the whole like, like the entire Gulf area, yeah, the entire Gulf area is like that. Just fucking, it just gets hot and then wet. Oh yeah, Ugh. it was. I'm trying to remember where I went in Texas. We went down to um, damn it, there was like a like a canal we went through. What is that? trying to think of where i was i think it was el paso mm. i want to say it was el paso but i can't remember there's some like air force base my brother was brother the, uh, san antonio maybe it was san antonio there we go san antonio yeah. it was san antonio and that fucking sucked <laughs> <laughs> which I, I couldn't believe just how awful it was <laughs> yeah yeah like i i was the whole time i was, there, I was like if i wasn't my brother i would never come here again I have friends from Texas, and I'm like, dude, I, I hate to be you. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> your life is awful. I want to donate money to you because I feel so bad. 
there are probably some people from Texas listening to this. Like, fuck you, Texas is great. I'll mess with Texas. Like, no, fuck Texas. <laughs> I'm never going to go there again. If you're from Texas, send us an email at com slash podcast. Let us know how much you hate Texas. I will admit the food was pretty good. Went to some barbecue places there. Food is good. Tex-Mex is, yeah. Tex-Mex yeah, is all yeah. right. Yeah, you, you Texans know how to grow meat. Like, I'll give you that. Everything grow else meat. about your sucks. <laughs> but. You know how to grow meat. Oh, you said grill grill meat. I thought you said grow meat. Like, like with a plant. Oh, no, grill. <laughs> No, grill. You guys know how to grill meat. You guys know how to grill and prep meat. Like, like oh, any, yeah, any, I love like, it. Bar- any, like, barbecue Tex-Mex place I went to there, like, was good. Like, I'm not going to go to Texas and, like, eat, like, McDonald's. Fuck that. Like, yeah, I'm going to eat, like, some local places. And every every restaurant was, like, Tex-Mex or, like, barbecue, which I guess yeah. fine. But I'm like, is that all you guys eat here? <laughs> is that That's a sushi restaurant or something? <laughs> But no, um, that's not bad. It was, it was the food was really good. Like that's one thing. Like I'll, I'll admit. Like I liked it. If we can just get rid of everything else but keep the food, I think we can get some work. Um, but no, it's it's all jokes aside. Texas sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that's the farthest east I've gone, dude. I don't really travel, but. What about you? Must have gone all over the place. Like you're in the military for a while, so I assume you've been like a little bit of everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So I've been like, I'm from I'm from New York, Jersey. Yeah. I uh, I've been all down like down the East Coast and like, yeah. and up and down. So like, yeah. Canada, uh, Toronto, uh, Florida, South Carolina. Uh. Texas, Louisiana, and Mississippi. I lived in Biloxi for a couple years. Um, Europe. I uh, lived in Germany for a couple years, and then they have oh, yeah. open borders, so like you could just like go anywhere in Europe once you're once you're in there. So like uh, Amsterdam, uh, Luxembourg, Good. Good uh, Prague. Prague is probably my favorite. Oh yeah, like because everything's cheap as shit. I don't know if they have yet, but um, they um, they did they didn't convert to the euro. They were still using their like local currency, so everything oh, was cheap okay. as fuck. I mean, you can go there and be a fucking king, dude. Uh, <laughs> like I'm talking like beers are like eight cents. Oh my fuck! <laughs> uh, like oh man. I got to book a flight to to Prague now. Yeah, and and the city the city is fucking great too. Like I I, I loved it. it. Like they just party fucking all night. Um, it was the same thing. A buddy of mine like went to like Thailand, and he's the same way. Like as me, he's not gonna go and like eat like places he recognizes. He's gonna try everything out, go everywhere. And they're at like some carnival, and he was asking them to do like how much is it for like a beer? And the guy's like, oh, it's like I can't remember what he told them. It was the equivalent of like like five dollars like us it was like okay that's so beer's about as much as it is like here in the states whatever like a, like a, a cup of beer is about the same here in the state and the dude brings out like a 32 pack <laughs> and he's like here you go. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I would love to travel around some more it's just like with everything going on right now like my wife and i have made plans to like check out some place i want to go to louisiana but she's like no human 
I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to an entire state because it makes your hair frizzy? Yeah. I can't complain. I bitched out about gotta, access because it made me sweaty. So <laughs> You have to bring a dictionary with you if you go to Louisiana, man. Oh, yeah. Everyone there speaks. They got that southern drawl. Not just that, but it's like a little something extra in Louisiana. You just can't understand anything <laughs> anyone saying. Accent. Yeah. yeah. I like Creole, though. I think it sounds cool, man. Maybe because like, I speak Spanish. So, like, Creole sounds like French, but like with some stank on it. Uh, that's, I think that's why I like it so much. Um, yeah. But I would love to go, dude. Like, I love, like, the food looks good. Uh, Hannibal Burris did this whole routine about how great Louisiana is. So I'm like, I think I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could, like, you can walk around with, like, an open liquor bottle <laughs> and people don't care. Like, that's cool. You can drink in public. It's not a crime there. So that'd be dope. Or, like, I also want to go to, um, if I can, um, God damn, Wisconsin, just because of all the other breweries around there. I love me some beer. And I've, I've had multiple yeah. friends from Wisconsin. They've all told me, like, yeah, if you like beer, like, go to Wisconsin. You can throw a rock and you'll hit, like, you'll hit a brewery and the rock will bounce off of that and hit, like, a like a restaurant you can go to. <laughs> uh, Belgium. Belgium's got really good beer. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm. I'm not a beer guy, but they have some good oh, shit. I, am. I love me some beer. I'll talk to the uh, wife. We never had a chance to get a honeymoon, so maybe this will be like we can go yeah. on like in a yeah when uh when the um when the plague is over definitely. I forgot the plague existed for like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all this all this dreaming like, about good yeah, times. I was already like making plans and like all right, we're still in a pandemic. <laughs> Um, well, it might not seem like it, but this is a video game podcast. So, uh, yeah. oh, is, I, <laughs> uh, Akira says, come to Texas. Are you from Texas? He didn't say shit that whole time. So you must like agree with everything <laughs> he said. No, you either agree with me or you didn't hear anything I said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You agree with me or yeah, you're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed when I, when I talk to other Texans, it's like there's they go one of two ways when I complain about. They're like, "Yeah, it's kind of shitty," or it's like, "Fuck you, don't mess with Texas." There's like no in between. <laughs> not not one person be like, "Come on, man, it's not all that bad." Like I know that sucked, but like we have this. It's like it's either, like Texas. The yeah. people I know from Florida, when you talk shit, they're like, "Yeah, man, you're right." <laughs> Is there any, ever anyone that's like, no, fuck you, Florida's great? Never. Never? <laughs> it's good to know. I mean, like, the worst I could say about, like, Arizona is, like, we're kind of racist, but, like, that's a little bit of everywhere. Yeah. It depends on where you go in Arizona. Like, Tucson's fine for the most part. It's kind of boring here for the most part. It's important to have that self-awareness, man. It's important to recognize that maybe the place you live sucks a little bit of dick. <laughs> There's a, a little lot bit. of Mexican restaurants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we are a video game podcast. Uh, we have some 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 big news here. Yes. Um, CD Projekt Red, uh, according to the show notes here, has been epically owned. That's a quote, um, by guys... the way. That's a quote. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so those of you guys who don't know, Thursday, 
CG Project Red did announce on Twitter they were the victim of a cyber attack. Uh, what had happened was basically um, a lot of internal information had been uh, stolen from CG Project Red, and a ransom was left threatening to dump full copies of source codes for Cyberpunk and Witcher 3 and Gwent's. Uh, there's an unreleased version of Witcher 3 that's on there. Um, some of the stuff already leaked on the web if you want to check it out, but more importantly, there's also a bunch of like legal documents, HR documents, investor documents. All kinds of shit was stolen, and they're threatening to uh, dump all of it. Uh, I can't remember what they were asking for, but it was some ridiculous number. CD Projekt Red did announce that they were talking with them. Um, Cyber Crimes Division of the FBI to get it resolved. Um, before we go any further, though, one thing I did see, I did see a lot on Twitter and YouTube saying that they deserved it for releasing a buggy game. And I'm sitting here like, come on, dude. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, like, no one fucking... Yeah. Like, this is always the, the wrong way to go. Uh, yeah, I agree. Like, you should never fucking harass or abuse anyone online for any reason especially but especially when they put out a product that you know you might not enjoy like there's there's better ways to go about it more constructive ways to go about it than i agree like, and if, we're, if, we're, if, we're, if i'm being honest here what was the consequence of them releasing a buggy product you know people complained they issued refunds their stock dropped like that's where it should end like don't take it into your own hands to fuck with them outside of the transaction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that, that's, that's ridiculous. It's childish. That's as bad as sending death threats to actors in movies. Didn't. That's fucking bullshit. So they, uh, um... so anyone, yeah. So anyone that supports that, like go fuck yourself. You're a scumbag. If you really legitimately believe like they deserved it for releasing a buggy game, go fuck. They, they attach this ransom note on on the uh when they announced this on twitter i'm gonna i'm just gonna read this verbatim here so there's oh god <laughs> um it says hello cd project your have been epically pwned we have dumped full copies of the source codes from your pre-4 server for cyberpunk 2077 witcher 3 gwent and the unreleased version of witcher 3 we have also dumped all of your documents relating to accounting, administration, legal, HR, investor relations, and more. Also, we have encrypted all of your servers, but we understand that you can most likely recover from backups. If we will not come to an agreement, then your source codes will be sold or leaked online, and your documents will be sent to our contacts in gaming journal journalism. Your public, your public image will go down the shitter even more, and people will see how shitty your company functions. Investors will lose trust in your company and the stock will dive even lower. You have 48 hours to contact us. And God, that is like the most like try hard, like edgy ransom. Um, <laughs> so when I saw this, I hate to say this, but like, I honestly, I honestly thought it was, this was like a prank or something. I was like, there's no way that this is real. No one fucking says epically pwned anymore. Uh, <laughs> uh, like either either this is like a joke or this is a child. But um, no, it's um, it's very real. So they actually put up a 
so they were actually releasing parts of this stuff of of what they got like they were actually like leaking parts of it as like evidence so that people would know that no it's not a joke we actually have this stuff take a look um they put up an, an auction with a, a starting bid of a million dollars um and a minimum offer of 500,000 uh, with a with a buy it now option of 7 million and they did actually sell um the auction closed uh yesterday actually um they said an offer was received outside the form that satisfied us with the conditions of further non-distribution in this regard they were forced to redraw the lot from sale uh yeah so seems like someone i was also like who would buy this and also like our contact in gaming journalism like who would uh who 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 would like yeah who's gonna publish stolen documents like who, who would ruin their reputation to take you to give you like a platform is the, the exactly. other thing because um, not just that but like i'm pretty sure like publishing like stolen documentation like that is a i might be wrong i'm not a lawyer but i i think there's some like legal gray areas yeah um yeah so don't not totally sure what else is going to come out of this i guess we'll we'll find out there there have been some like leaks um like they, they did leak like a portion of of the stuff they had like some stuff involving like the gwent uh source codes and and there's like images going around like um of of that stuff so it's interesting i'm i'm, I'm curious to see who like why someone would buy that shit um, yeah, like, what do you get from that? Like, like knowing you can't do anything with it legally, um, why you would buy it? But um, I want to know how they move the funds around. Like, yeah, well, that's probably just all like cryptocurrency. I think they were asking for like point one Bitcoin. I think, which was like, um, I think. Yeah, they're asking for Bitcoin, I think. Okay, so that's that's definitely a way to move it. <laughs> yeah. God, that's so frustrating. We'll see what ha- what comes out of it. It's yeah. such a shitty thing to happen, though. Yeah. Deposit I can't appreciate the Bitcoin. irony, though. I can't appreciate the irony of the developers of Cyberpunk, you know, a game about, like, corporate espionage and hacking got hacked. But, oh yeah, no, this shit is fucking cyberpunk as fuck, man. Yeah, like that's that's, that's the, the funny there. part. Yeah, the irony there is not lost on me. It's still a shitty situation, and these guys, the guys that pulled this off, and go fuck shitty to do. Um, we'll see what happens next with it, dude. I mean, this has not been a good year for CD Projekt Red. Yeah, not this at all. Started out so shitty with the uh, cyberpunk, and we'll we'll see. Hopefully it gets better, man. Like, I mean, other games have had good comeback stories that ever had all their shit stolen like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, in other news, still just as devastating. This bums the fuck out of me. W Games uh, did get the patent approved for their Nemesis system that you've seen in the um, in the uh, the Mordor game, Lord of the Rings, um, Shadow of War, and Shadow of Mordor? Yeah. 
Um, but yeah. Uh, those of you who don't know, the Nemesis system was basically the reason to play those games. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go into to, to too many details about how it works. That, that's a whole fucking other thing. Uh, but basically, uh, they patented the system. Specifically, it covers a system that features procedurally generated NPCs that exist in a hierarchy and interact with and will remember the actions of the player, have their appearance slash behavior altered by the player, and whose place in the hierarchy can change and affect the position of other NPCs in the hierarchy. Uh, Wasabi did make a note that as the simplified version of what they had patented. Um, it kind of bums me out, dude. It's, it's a really huge bummer to me to see that happen because I feel like that just sets gaming back a little bit to patent these systems. So nobody yeah. else can it. But I was also like, <laughs> I was talking to another friend of mine about this. And, um, I was just, I was thinking like, well, okay, if they've been trying to get this done, but they, it's only just now getting through, there was no reason why, um, there was no reason why and no one could have made a, like a nemesis system of their own in the time. Like, I, I don't remember when Shadow of Mordor came out, but. Like in the time that game came out to now, to, I, there's no reason why anyone could have made their own nemesis. Um, so I'm like, well, like, does this really like matter? Was anyone even doing this in the in the first place? Or, and, and then my other question was, well, can't someone just like find a way to circumvent the terminology and just kind of side skirt the 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 like very loose terminology in here that that says this is what this system is and you can't make anything like this. Like someone there could probably just go... is a way to do it. It all depends on how it's licensed though. And I, I could see why to answer your question, why no one's done it yet. Um, I know WB games has been trying to do this like since shadow of Mordor. So it could be possible that just to, to avoid legal trouble. Most developers just didn't even want to try it because they know that once it gets approved or if they get it pushed through, yeah. All that money, all that work, that's gone, you know? Leo Gutt says they could just license it out, like Havoc or Bink. Yeah, they could license it, but that's my question is, I don't know if anyone's even trying to do that, you know? Like, I, I don't even know if anyone's trying to do what that game did. I mean, like, because ever since that game came out, it was like, Oh, everyone's gonna be copying this man. This is the next big thing. And that's probably why they got they were scratching to get that patent because everyone made a big deal about it. Meanwhile, not a single fucking game came out. I think the only thing that that was like close was um Assassin's Creed has um has a system where there's like a hierarchy and you can um you can like take out enemies and that shit. It's not like it's not a full blown nemesis system. Because like they don't fight amongst each other and try to like fuck every like fuck open their own ranks to get higher, um, and they don't like remember you or anything like that. But it's like that's the closest thing I've seen. And maybe like Watch Dogs has um you know the whole like NPC be any NPC thing is like kind of yeah. loosely something like that. But um, those are the only things I've seen come close to that. Like no one's even attempting to do anything like that. Uh, it's just it's just weird to me that uh, like I I know that people just get patents just to get patents, 
and this just seems like another one like i don't know how much this is going to affect anything like yeah it's a bummer that they're doing it and it could have an impact but um like i, I think that, that, that that's why my theory i think that's why nobody even bothered to try it because they're so quick to announce oh we're getting patented where we're gonna we're gonna patent it that a lot of people were just didn't even bother they're like oh let's not even try it if they're gonna yeah patent but like um, i remember like namco had a patent on like load screen mini games yeah like in their game like in ridge racer they had you could just play galaga during the load screens um, oh, like Tekken that. and like Tekken and shit. Um, they so like that was like hugely cited as a reason why no one did that. But then like Splatoon came out and they had like toys in their mini games or like in the Dragon Ball Z games they had like you could like play around and like I'm not sure how much the patent actually like covers when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. When there's there's games that did it while it was active and then now that it's not active anymore no one still no one still does it even though it's like a great idea um, yeah and now it's like now it's going to be like a moot point because there's not going to be like loading screens anymore pretty soon yeah so i'm I'll yeah, have to it, wait, it, we'll have to wait and see what this patent for the nemesis system does then if it does like maybe now there's actually like legal documentation like this is what it does and doesn't cover maybe some people could like find ways to skirt it and get around it because yeah. i think it'd be cool like I, I think it's cool when games like steal stuff from other games and they pull it off well can you imagine like a breath of the wild clone with like i don't know it's like a confidant system like persona and like the nemesis system from shadow of war that'd be fucking dope yeah and like a style system from Devil May Cry or something. Like I love when games do shit like that. Um, so it, it'd be really cool to see. Like now that there is legal precedent, like hey, this is what it legally in simple terms. This is what the patent covers. Maybe some people can creatively tweak it and get something better than what we have here. Yeah. But uh, so, we'll wait and see. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, definitely interesting, but yeah, I just I I definitely it's something I do I definitely want motherfuckers to copy, but I'm just like, does anyone even want to? Is like my question. Yeah, yeah we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, I was hearing rumors that like the new um the new Arkham game, not the one made by Rocksteady, not the Suicide Squad, is gonna have something similar to it. The fucking the one that looks like a fucking dumbass yeah. like game as a service. Yeah, I'm hoping that one's gonna have something similar. But that's Arkham that one that was Knights? rumor. I thought Arkham Knights. I don't think it's Arkham Knights. Damn it! Do I have to Google it now? I do have to Google it. Now. I think it's Arkham Knights, but yeah, it was the one with Gotham like Bat Knights. Gotham, oh, Gotham Knights. Knights. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, Gotham Knights yeah. is allegedly. I read some rumors that it's going to have a similar system, which I mean makes sense. Like WB owns the patent, so can definitely that and just be the. Lord. Um, we'll have to wait and see, man. What the future brings with it. Honestly, I I thought like this Nemesis system was going to be like this new generation like thing. Like, it's going to be the new like thing everyone was copying, but surprise when maybe it was because the patent like scared people away from it. 
Or maybe it just wasn't that good a system that people wanted to copy it. <laughs> um, we'll have to wait and see what happens. Um, hopefully, again, th- like there's enough like creativity there that people can find ways to skirt it. Yeah. Um, in quickie news, uh, we did get an announcement that the whole Kingdom Hearts series is coming to PC. It's exclusive to Epic. And it's dropping March 30th. It's going to include all the Kingdom Hearts uh, compilation collections we've gotten. 1.5 and 2.5. And what was that other one they did? (laughs) 2.8 and 3. So if you want all the Kingdom Hearts games on PC, there's a way to play it. Um, Honestly, I have bought these games so many times. I have bought, I've at least bought all these games on their original release. I bought the HD remasters as, as they came out on PS3. I bought them again on PS4. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, just, I have bought all of these games a lot. So I it's not like worth it. Every time, every time one of these fucking shits come out, um, my dumbass buys it at the end of a console cycle, and then fucking I don't get to play it, and then it comes out like on the next thing, and I'm like. Well, fine. I'll just wait for it to come on PC, and then I get tired of waiting for it to come on PC, and then my dumbass buys it again. Uh, <laughs> so fucking, of course, like I just bought the fucking collection and Kingdom Hearts three yeah, on PS three. I remember that PS four, yeah. and now I'm like, oh fuck, man, I gotta get this shit again so I can play it, so I can play it in good quality and with good frame rate. And here's the bummer, dude. Every single one of those is still, like, expensive as shit. I'll be honest here, man. Uh, the HD remaster, 1.5 and 2.5, those are fine on PS4. They run at a very steady 60 FPS. They, they're fine. Unless you want to play them up in 4K, which, honestly, they're just cleaner versions of what came out on the PS2. So even then, 4K is not going to be that big of a, di- of a difference. I say. Those remasters, 1.5 and 2.5, those are fine on PS4. 2.8 is trickier because it has Kingdom Hearts 3D and the 2.8 prologue. Yeah. And the 2.8 prologue runs. It's the principle, man. I don't want to have to, like, I don't want to have, I don't want to use this PS4 anymore, man. The whole point is that, like, (laughs) I'm trying to, like, finish these games so I can, like, take a sledgehammer to it and just fucking be done with my PS4. Um, So like I was like man so I like so like I'm I'm trying to wipe clean the backlog that I have on PS4 so I'm like well fuck it time to get these Kingdom Hearts games now because I'm never gonna be able to finish them if I get rid of this PS4 and then so I buy them spend fucking hundred bucks <laughs> on this goddamn fucking collection no actually it was it was on sale when I got it at a pretty deep discount and I fucking I told everyone about it I and it was like that. thirty it was like thirty bucks for the whole thing. And I was like, yeah, man, fucking time to dive in this fucking Kingdom Hearts shit. And then now fucking, well, it like, not like two months. It was like two months ago or like three months ago. Yeah. Um, didn't even play. Didn't even get to play any. I played Kingdom Hearts 1. I finished that and that was it. And I started Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, no, I can't just dump into Kingdom Hearts 3 because they expect you to play, even though it has a three on it, they want you to play two point eight and seven point one. So I'm like, okay, well, goddamn it, I got to play every single one. 
Uh, so the official order is if you want to count the movies, it's Kingdom Hearts. God damn it! It's that 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 prologue movie, which is itself runs concurrent to the mobile game that nobody played. Great. And then there's Birth by Sleep one, three five eight over two days that came out in the no sorry one then Chain of Memories which came out in the Game Boy Advance, three five eight over two days which came out on the DS, oh then two God. then like recoded, then like three D then it's three. <laughs> The, and I and think the, Melody of Memory is like the the fucking the rhythm game is like a canon sequel to three, great. so you know fucking have fun with that. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I finished one and then I was and then I started and then I went straight into uh, Chain of Memories, and I was like, oh fuck, this is a card game. Fuck this. Yeah. Because uh, I hate card games. Uh, yeah. So and that's when I stopped and I was like, no, I'm just gonna play three and then. I'm seeing all sorts of characters that I'm like, who the fuck are you? Uh, yep. The Kingdom Hearts <laughs> fucking confusing, dude. I've been playing these games for like years. I've, I've managed to play every single one of the games except for Recoded and the mobile game. But like the movie that came out, the 2.8 collection, kind of explains the game. But mm-hmm. even then, like there was some shit in 3 and I'm like, who the fuck are you? And they're like, oh, I'm some like obscure character that was in the cell phone game you didn't play. And I was like, well... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but uh, the Kingdom Hearts story is fucking dumb and confusing. But god damn it. I need to know how it ends. I've been playing these games since I was like 10, dude. I gotta know how yeah. it ends. It's like, it's like the Walking Dead for me. It's like, I hate this show, but like I'm watching it just because I've invested this much time into it. I, like, I gotta see how it ends. Even yeah, in the beginning, <laughs> you gotta see how it ends. Um, if you so. want to pick it up, um, the entire collection, if you want to buy... Because they're all released in separate collections. There's 1.5 and 2.5, which is $60. There's 2.8, which is $60. There's 3, which features Remind, the expansion. That's also $60. And then there's uh, Melody of Memory, the uh, mobile spinoff. Guess what? Also $60. So if you want the entire Kingdom Hearts package, you're looking at $240. It's crazy, man. Wait. It is fucking insane, but it's like more than what? Like, when did the first Kingdom Hearts come out? Two thousand one? Hold on, I gotta Google this. No, it was like two thousand, two thousand four, five. Two thousand two, March oh, twenty eighth, two thousand two, dude. Jeez, and that's when it released in Japan. It released in the U.S. Hold on. Oh, all of these games are sixty dollars. Yeah, oh, they okay. All, they all released. They all no. They all released internationally. March twenty eighth, two thousand. God damn, two thousand two, dude. That is like fifteen. No, more than that. Oh god, I'm old as shit. <laughs> oh my god, I am way older than I thought I was. <laughs> oh god, nineteen years. Kingdom Hearts is almost twenty years old. <laughs> I played the first Kingdom Hearts when I was like eight. <laughs> oh my god, I feel old as shit, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm bummed out now. I'm bummed out now. <laughs> I am like, sad. yeah, dude. We were, we were like, fuck it. We were children when it came out, and that's when it was appealing. I was like, oh, look at uh, Mickey is here and 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 Simba and oh you know, shit, it's, it's funny. 
it's funny you say that because like my dad i think i told you my dad was, was a huge gamer growing up so i recognize like the final fantasy characters just as much as the disney yeah because like final fantasy 8 was the first game final, final that was the first final fantasy game i played so when you see um squall i was like oh shit squall yeah and goofy and i'm like oh shit this is fucking insane i'm i'm 12 years old <laughs> uh so but, yeah, now it's like dumb and kind of weird but yeah but let's come in the pc so it's great for people who've never played it and just yeah. wanted to jump in with yeah. it um March honestly, 30th. Like, honestly i might rebuy three because three still even on my ps4 pro like it's not the performance i want it's not a full steady 60 fps yeah which is a huge bummer and that's kind of what turned me off of it like i just played through the game once i beat it i bought the dlc so i can replay it i'm like dude i i want to throw up it's like the frame rate's so inconsistent so i might big might rebuy it on pc just so i have like the best version of it possible to play through three again but honestly like three itself i just played it things ended and even yeah. then, the fucking ending was kind of vague. It opens up another sequel, so I'm like, "Oh, this shit's still gonna keep going." Okay. <laughs> I like the um, I like the worlds in that game. Yeah, I've, I've been playing a little bit of it. And I, I don't think I talked about it much, but like, I don't know what the fuck is going on in the story as a whole. But those games have always been good at like the isolated, like when you jump in a world. Those stories, those isolated stories, are pretty good. Yeah, um, that's true, and it looks cool, but. A big part, the big reason I got into it is like, I want to see how this shit ends. So I sit through, yeah. like, basically it was the equivalent of, like, a season of filler episodes with maybe, like, 20 minutes of actual plot development in between it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The stories for each world kind of self-contained, which is fine, but I have to complete, like, a whole set of worlds. And it's like, oh, now the plot goes forward, and then it does it again. Like, it wasn't, like, intertwined with it. It wasn't, like, moving up satisfying, at least to but we'll see. Um, hopefully, you know, there are more games coming out, so maybe Nomura can figure out how to write a fucking story <laughs> once you go forward, but I, I will see what happens. Uh, but yeah, there you go. If you're on PC, you never play Kingdom Hearts for some reason, and for some reason, 20 years later, you want to get into it now, there you go. There's a way to do it. Um, in other news, we got uh, NVIDIA's DLSS released a new Unreal Engine Marketplace plugin. What is this plugin? What does this do? It's basically DLSS that anyone can use. Um, like, so DLSS is their, like, their upscaling, AI-driven upscaling tech technology, so that instead of playing at 4K, because you might not have the horsepower to play at, like, native 4K, what it does is, it down it downscales it to like 1080p, so you're actually playing at 1080p, and then it it's AI upscaled to 4K, okay. so that the benefit there is like you get much better performance and like visually it looks almost identical, almost identical. You can still tell it like has issues with like some shimmering sometimes, and um, like it doesn't look perfect, but it looks like close enough to where it's like you you don't care. I mean. If you're playing a 4K, the, the trade-off is, like, I'd rather take performance over, like, the perfect image quality. Yeah. Um, so, previously, like, NVIDIA had to, like, 
personally like approve every game that wanted to use it and um that's why like mini games just didn't have the feature in it um now anyone who's building their game in unreal engine can just download this plugin and implement it without without anything they just, they just throw it in their game and they'll be good to go um and that's that's huge for one for like the adoption of you know every time a new like tech comes out the the problem is that well the games have to be made that to utilize that tech yeah that's why you know not everyone's using like ray tracing and not everyone's using dlss because like not everyone has a card that can use it and then not everyone is using an nvidia card um so you know sometimes these things just get like ignored so like it's super cool that if i'm making a game today i can just boom just get that plug in and then boom have just dlss just in there um i think like from from the other side like radeon has their graphics cards coming and like uh well i think they were gonna like announce like a competitor to dlss because radeon doesn't have anything for dlss um they don't have they have like kind of rudimentary race racing support but not really because the the radeon cards don't have nvidia's cards have like specific hardware made to do what it's doing um like they have tensor cores or and ray trace and um rt cores that are just there specifically to do ray tracing and dlss and all this like um all this shit they're specifically made to do that and the radeon cards don't have that so they're bad at ray tracing and i'm assuming when they have like a, an answer for dlss it'll be bad at that too so and that's why i'm that's why i'm still going to nvidia even though i'm going like with like amd cpu uh yeah. these days because cool. yeah um now what i would like to, to see them do as well is also implement this for um for unity oh um, i didn't think of that yeah because that would be really cool to have um ray tracing and dlss and, and unity because um unity's become like a real big competition for for unreal like they were kind of really like they were kind of like the laughing stock uh, because like so many shitty games get made in Unity, but like um, Ori, Ori's built in Unity. Yeah. Uh, like there's 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 really good games that get built in Unity, and you and you don't even know it. So um, I would love if if this if Nvidia supported that as well. But yeah, this is just cool stuff. Just more games getting made using some good tech. So. Well, it's great to see, man. I love new tech and gaming. So hopefully this gets uh, utilized by more people. Yeah. Um, in other news of, like, games coming back from the dead, uh, Tales from the Borderlands is getting released on February 7th uh, or 17th on all major storefronts. Yes. Um, that's crazy because, you know, those of you who don't remember, uh, Tales from the Borderlands was a, uh, like, um, was the fucking developer that did that? Telltale. Yeah, a Telltale joint there. And um, similar like the Walking Dead game, Wolf Among Us. Uh, the problem is, one, it's a licensed game. You know, it's a Borderlands it's a Borderlands license. And two, Telltale kind of bit the bullet there. So yeah, a lot of their old stuff was pulled from store from shelves. Um, a couple of them got saved, though. I think um, 
Walking Dead got a remaster. Um, uh, Walking Dead got a remaster. Um, the, uh, Wolf Upon Wolf, Us got Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Got re-released with a promised sequel on the way. And now Tales from the Borderlands dropping on Storefront. So that's really cool. Yeah. Which um, I've only played fuck. the first episode, which was great. But I never played anything after that. Oh, my God. It's, 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 Tales from Borderlands is, if you only play one Telltale game for your entire life, it has to be this one. Uh, I, I mean, know, The Walking man, Dead, too. Wolf Among Us is really good. No, so dude. Wolf, no, so dude. No. No. I mean, nah, walking, right. walking Dead. I'll, I'll give it to Walking Dead just because of what they did at the time. Like they revolutionized the game on that. But like, if this was first, no one would be talking about that fucking game. Like seriously, um, this is the these. This is the best one. It has the best opening to any fucking game ever. <laughs> on episode episode, actually, it's the clip that they're showing here. I think it's on the beginning of episode four. Is the best opening to any game ever. I will, I will stand by that. I will stand by that. Um, I've only played episode four and I liked it. Um, I never played anything past or episode one and I liked it. I never played anything past. So I might give it a chance. It is the best. It does top. everything. It does everything. It does. It does do with such expertise, man. Like the storytelling, um, the characters, like the comedy, um, the the. The like the emotion, the feeling, like there's genuine like you laugh, dude, you cry. It like it, it hits every fucking emotion um across like it's it's five episodes. It's just so entertaining and good, man. I just it was crazy to me that like the Wolf of Wall Street got a sequel and not this. Um because th- this is the mo this this is the best Borderland game. It's the best Telltale game. It's it's <laughs> Is is the best one, man. So I'm I'm so excited that people you, give you had me on the humor because like I'm not I love Borderlands, but the humor is something that kind of hit and miss me. Yeah, there's no um there's no birch involved in this game, so <laughs> I don't want to oh. believe that he's the one responsible for like all the shitty dialogue, but <laughs> I need someone to blame. So there it is. <laughs> Yeah, but no, I'll check I, it out. Um, it's coming back February seventeenth. So, like, what? Five more days? No, four more days. Yeah. So there you go, guys. Go pick it up. Um, it's set between Borderlands two and three. So, if you're one of those weirdos that plays Borderlands for the story, there you go. Well, nobody plays Borderlands for the story, and that's the thing. This has really it's set between those two games, but you don't need to know anything about Border. You don't. You don't have to have ever played a Borderlands game to enjoy this. Like, there's only like, I don't think there's any character. Okay, there's one. There's one. There's a couple characters that do like. There's like end jokes that if you did play Borderlands, you'll you'll get. But um, like you can enjoy this without any knowing anything about Borderlands. Like it's just it's th- this is the one story that you should care about because it's it's that good. Um, and like everyone's in it. Um, Troy Baker is in it. Um, Nolan North is in it. Um, what's her face? Uh, the girl that does the voices, Abby, is in it. Uh, and um, Abby and Ellie are in it. I'm forgetting her name. Ashley Johnson, um, yeah. which she's great in it. Uh, like, there's just so many fucking voices in this game, man. That's like a, the cast is just great. Um, I'll check it out for sure. Then I'll for sure check it out. Um, yeah. I played the first episode. I don't remember what happened in it. I remember liking it, so this will give me a chance to like 
replay it, see what I think, and we'll get into it a little bit more. Um, we also got an announcement. Axiom Verge 2 is coming to the Epic Game Store. Um, I mean, Axiom Verge came out forever ago. It's a really popular Metroidvania-style game that actually very much heavily leans on the Metroid part of Metroidvania, which yes. I never see. It's always like the Vania part that people lean more on. So it's cool it's, to see that. Yeah, it's more of a Metroid game than Vania. I mean, um, you I, could say that about any Metroidvania. If you say Metroidvania, it's just say Metroid. I mean, that's basically what they are. Yeah. Um, it looks there's, there's no no gameplay has been released yet. Nothing has been announced for it yet, but that it's coming. Um, I tried to play the first Axiom Verge when it was free on the Epic Store ever ago. And it would not run on my computer. I don't know what was going on. It wasn't working. It wasn't recognizing keystrokes or my my, sure. uh, my controller. I don't know what was going on. I think something was wrong with my download. I might have to re-download it. We'll see what happens. But I want to try it because it looks good. I think I, I might like it. It's a like great it. game. Um, yeah. What I like about this post <laughs> is that he's um he's pretty much saying, yeah, look, the, the second game's coming to the Epic Game Store. Um and there's really no news about the game but what i like about this post is that um he kind of goes into it's it's a really um like heartfelt post actually yeah. where he's like hey look man I've been, i was working on this game by myself for like 10 years and when i released it i had no idea that you know i, I was hoping to like buy a new car or at the very least like an upgrade my pc a little bit but i had no idea that it would blow up the way it did so um, it's just a very like humble post from the guy, and I um, I, I really like that. And then he he kind of goes into the reasons why um, uh, he likes Epic, what Epic's doing, but also like you know he he says it will come to Steam and and consoles and Switch and everything. So, um, it's a really good post. Um, here I'll, I'll, I'll link it in the chat here, so so you guys can find. Yeah, it. I was reading through it, and it was really cool him explaining like. This is the reality of the situation. Like, Epic is paying the bills. He has a wife and kid he's got to take care of. Like, and this is the best deal for him to get his game out without, like, killing himself. And I envy that. And this is why, like, I have such a weird opinion on, like, the Epic Game Store model. Because, yeah, it's it's kind of scummy to lock it behind their storefront. But at the same time, you have devs like this who, like, the only way I can get this game out without, like, driving myself crazy or, like working like 80 hour work weeks and a second job at the same time to support myself and my family is through these deals that epic is so yeah so I, I get where he's coming from and i hope i hope the game comes out and does well i really do like the first axiom verge had a lot of positive attention to it i liked what the game was about even though i never got a chance to try it i'm gonna try to give it another shot the next couple of days if I can get it to run. If not, I might just buy it on Switch or something. Um, but I really do hope that this game comes out and this guy stays, you know, happy, healthy, and can work on the games he wants to work on. I really do. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, there's no, like, word yet yeah. about release dates or even trailers yet. Um, but I am excited to see this come out, see what he improves on first game first game again it was really popular I and mean, i liked what i was seeing you liked what you were playing i, I want to see what he improves on with that one. 
Um, in other news, we have a, a Steam Lunar Sale is now active. So those of you guys who haven't checked it out yet, the uh, Steam Lunar Sale is up and now. Uh, for all kinds of games, man, just check your wish list. Chances are there's something on your wish list that's in the single digits now, the way things are going on. Um, nothing really shouts out to me. I mean, if you haven't played Death Stranding yet, that's $36. Or uh, DJ Max, DJ Max, right now. DJ, oh, yeah, DJ, DJ Max, Max respect. $18 right now. Yeah. DJ, if, if you like rhythm games, uh, DJ Max respect is like is is very cheap right now i think it's it's probably like an all-time low um one of my favorite games of all time i don't i don't shut up shut up about it um so if you like rhythm games it's it's one of the best ones you can, you can play um yeah i'll, I'll go ahead and link oh, yeah, that in the chat <laughs> well there you go check out uh dj max um and other news notes go where are my show notes are they are um we got some trailers coming out um the unreal engine meta human creator trailer just dropped um yeah. if i remember correctly this is like an ai driven character creator right yeah basically just like scans humans and then puts them in the game like pretty fucking seamlessly This would be great, you know, for you, like, independent developers or animators. It's a pretty neat system. Yeah. It reminds me of some of the stuff that, if you remember, like, Quantic Dream, like, before before Heavy Rain came out, or, like, before any of their games come out, they always do, like, a like a tech demo trailer. Yeah. It reminds me of that. It reminds me of, like, some Quantic Dream shit, like, oh, this looks good, but, you know, what's the actual game going to look like? Um, well, now we actually have, <laughs> like, this looks good and I can't wait for this to be in a game. Like, this is like the real shit. Dude, this, that was, I remember when I saw the, uh, the Quantic Dream stuff, you know, not just their, um, their, their Kara, I think Kara, was that their first one? Not their first no. one, the, uh, the one they, they, they did one before Heavy Rain that, like, it was just a chick talking in her kitchen Yes, and, I remember that. She was like, that she was like was a like, mom in Happy Rain. Yeah, it was like super old, but like it was like you can still go back and look at that and go like, man, that looks like damn good though. But um, I remember like, the 2006 casting demo. Yeah, yeah, it's still pretty impressive. Like even now, like all these years later. Um, and they did their their Kara demo back in like what 2011, 2012. Like yeah. that, like blew my mind when I saw that. Like the emotion. I think they, the I think they did one the before. Picture. They might have done one before that as well. Like I think they, they might have three of them, maybe. But um, I know it was this one. They did the the sorcerer one when they announced four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it looks really cool, man, and it, it's crazy to see that the most recent one because you know Quantic Dreams is like the standard most people hold to like character models. Uh, you know, character models and uh, well, maybe big not name in these the days. <laughs> not these days, but the time. I would say I would say and Naughty Dog most, now, but Naughty Dog now, yeah. Um, but going back and watching the most recent one, the Dark Sorcerer trailer, and then seeing this meta human trailer, it's it's insane like the progress we've made, and this is like yeah. an open like 
this is an open engine. Like any indie dev can drop the money and get. Yeah, you can download this. <laughs> I mean, you can't yeah. download it now, but like when they when they release the the new engine, you can just download it. Uh, like I think they're working with um I think it's like based on li- license or uh, royalties, I think like if you're if you release a thing and it sells a certain amount and you, you you pay royalties on it, but um like it's it's like it's great stuff which I think they're doing that to combat Unity, but yeah I can't like this this is what I want out of the next gen this is why I didn't buy a PS5 today. Because this ain't on there yet, yeah. Um, but also, like, it's coming. Like, this will be on PC as well. So, like, um, this is what I want, though. Not fucking, you know, a port of a PS4 game that like I can already play, or a port of a PS3 game. Like, th- this is what the fuck I'm waiting for. So, th- this is what really excites me. So, when 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 this stuff comes out then then i'll be like super excited man because this this is just th- th- these are the game changers yeah this is this is next level dude and i'm excited to see that they're so detailed i love it i can't wait to see what happens with this um it's so detailed like just all the stuff you can do with it and how great it looks um, we'll have to wait and see what happens with it, but I, I'm excited. I'm just excited as you are, man. <laughs> this looks yeah. cool as fuck. Um, and other news, we got a, another trailer for Black Myth Wukong, which we talked about a little bit last year. Yeah. Uh, we were both pretty into it, dude. Like, this is making the rounds on Twitter and Facebook. It just came out of nowhere, and people were talking about it. And after watching the trailer, I can see why. Um... It's got a Dark Souls like gameplay style to it with a little bit more focus on action and reaction. I think we mentioned I saw some parries and I saw some uh, dodge cancels in the original gameplay trailer they showed off. Um, it looks cool. That's all I could say, man. It looks cool. Graphically speaking, it's really pretty. Um Yeah, and this trailer just shows it's just more of that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just more reason to be into this game, dude. Like, I am super much in. I am so much into this. God, this, I can just watch this forever. Yeah, I'm. I'm super curious as to like what, where these guys came from. Because again, it, it came out of fucking nowhere, dude. So. I think that's why it blew up because like it was so unexpected out of nowhere. And then like, it just looks so good. Yeah. And not just graphically, but like gameplay wise, it looks like a fun game. Yeah. It looks like a PS2 game, but like, it it looks like it has like, I, I, this is me hard to explain what I mean by this, but like, remember how fun PS2 games were? Like they were just about fun, right? Like, yeah. That's what this looks like, where it's just like, oh, that's a game-ass video game right there. Like, yeah. there's no... <laughs> like this, uh, Biomutant are the two games I'm excited for, because they look like they're just trying to be fun video games. Yeah, yeah. And, and that that's what I'm into, man. I prioritize fun over anything else. And this game looks like it's clicking, all, it's hitting all those marks, man. It looks fun. Graphically, it's really impressive. Um, 
my only complaint, I'm not a big Souls-like fan, but I feel like the gameplay is like aggressive enough that I can get in. Yeah, well, you know, I like games that let you get up in that ass, so yeah, this looks like one of those. Yeah, man, I'm into it. Um, I can't wait to see that come out. Um, we also got a trailer for. I was never expecting to see this happen. Uh, we got a new announcement trailer for Six Days in Fallujah. Uh, those of you who don't know, um, it was a canceled tactical military shooter back from like. Got 2008, 2009, I want to say, got announced like right when the Call of Duty like boom started. Yeah. Um, this, to those of you who don't know, especially those outside of the US, because it's kind of a, even though it takes place in Fallujah, it's a US story. Um, it's, it's announcing the uh, Battle of Fallujah that was back in 2002, I want to say, I can't remember. Um, it was a pretty big deal. I can only explain it as like basically a mini Vietnam in the city of Fallujah. Is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. I mean, even that's not doing justice. A lot of people either died or were seriously injured. And at the end of the day, I don't think we could even take Fallujah at the end of the day at the pull out. Yeah. Um, it's a very important and emotional story in American history, I would say recent american history um and when the game got announced a lot of people were shitting on it saying how it's disrespectful how you can't gamify something so serious and i can kind of see where they were coming from because that game got announced like back 2008 2009 you know when video we, we hadn't seen video games like you know like anything quantic dreams had put out you know touching serious subject matter or yeah. even um what's that other game that other military shooter that Third person. Oh, um, I know which I know what you're talking about. Uh yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. But but even then, like games were never taken seriously. They're always taken as like a, a like a thing for children. So Yeah. Spec like Ops when, the line. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Before we got games like Spec Ops Spec Ops the line or anything like Quantic Dreams is put out, you know, touching serious subject matter. Um so I, I could see where people were coming from because at the time the game came out, you know, games weren't in the same place to tell these like mature stories. People who hear like, oh, they're making a video game based on Fallujah. They probably imagine video games like Super Mario or like Contra or something, which kind of shitty to dismiss an entire art form for that. So I like, oh, you can't draw a painting of like the World Trade Center. That's silly. Yeah. Uh, but I can see where people are coming from because in their mind, video games were a children's toy. It'd be like making a Lego playset. Probably the better description. Um, but now, you know, we're in a place where games, graphically speaking, can like uh, present more emotion and a more cinematic style to it. And the fact that it puts you in control of these players, you can kind of feel some of the hopelessness of what these real soldiers had to go through, I think now is a great time to revisit that project. I, I think they're they're doing a great job like revisiting it now. And those of you who don't know, the game did originally when it was first announced, did have a lot of backing from actual war veterans fought in Fallujah and basically telling their side of the story and trying to make it as accurate as possible. Um it looks like that's still the case on this uh new announcement. 
Uh, but I'm not seeing anyone bitching about it. So I guess we're in a better place now than we were like 10 years. Yeah. I just remember that, like that one Vietnam game that came out. Um, I forget what it was called, like Viet Cong or Viet, uh, Nam something. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That one came out. People were fucking, I mean, it was a terrible game, but also like just people just couldn't like, they didn't want to deal with the fact that people were telling those kind of stories. I mean, it was a bad game, but like, I don't think that's what they were upset about. (laughs) Um, Because cause it, was, it was brutal. Like, they didn't really shy away from, like, the brutality of it. And that's what, that's the thing that, like, encompasses these, these, um, th- this subject matter, these, um, you know, these, these stories, these locations. So, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what, um, where this goes, how they do it. Yeah, man. Uh, same here. And it's good to see that. It's not all like gonna get lost because I remember when it first got announced, um, a lot of again, a lot of like actual veterans like stepped forward and help help them like tell the story. And my mistake, I wanted to fact check it. The uh, assault on Fallujah was two thousand four, not two thousand two. Uh, but I'm you know I I can't just be excited to memorize all history. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but it was 2004, and I think the game actually got announced like in 2008, 2006. So it was pretty recently when um, after the Battle of Fallujah happened. Um, so it will be, it is cool to see that all these guys who, you know, I'm sure it wasn't easy coming up and talking about this awful time in your military career, you know, where you saw people die, friends die. I'm sure that wasn't easy to come out and talk about that. And then just have a bunch of people who don't know what they're talking about completely shut the project. Um, so it's cool to see that kind of come back. Uh, hopefully, I hope people who, you know, kind of open themselves up to tell this important story, you know, find some closure from the project actually coming to. Um, but it's it's cool to see. I never thought this would happen. If I'm being honest, um, I never ever thought. This would happen. And what's up? I got to ask you, man, how does it feel knowing that six days of Fallujah is happening? We still haven't heard anything about Beyond Good and Evil. <laughs> it's a bummer, man. I tell myself every day, it's like, no, they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll come around. They'll come back. It's all right. They're just, they're just fine tuning things. It'll, it'll be, they're just waiting for the right time. But, uh, I'm, I'm I don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, jokes aside, um, I am going to be checking this out. I'm going to be following this pretty closely when it happens. Um, if anything, this again, just serves as like a testament to how far we've come in gaming. That's a much more, it's a more socially acceptable, um, medium that the story that we couldn't tell years ago is okay to tell now. Um, we also got a trailer for the new Ratchet Clank game. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank ripped apart. We got a pre-order. Oh, also, but I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read oh. this before. But that that game's in development by former Halo and Destiny guys. Oh. Um, so okay, that's I, cool to know. I couldn't remember. I think EA was developing it recently. I don't know if like that, or if I might, I might be making that up. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was wondering who was making it, and but it, didn't, it doesn't really say here. But just some X. Ex shooter guys, so you know it'll be they'll they'll have that down. Oh, uh, so my mistake. Uh, the game was originally slated to release in 2010, 
So I think it was like 2008, 2009. Yes, yeah, so I was right. Never mind. <laughs> I was right. <laughs> um, the developers were uh, Atomic Games originally working on it, uh-huh. who made the uh, Close Combat series and another game called Breach I never heard of. But yeah. Um, we'll have to wait and see when it comes out, man. I am excited to see it happening. Um, and again, it's the testament to how far we've come. Like gaming was, it's good to see gaming taken seriously as an actual like artistic. Medium. Um, yeah. uh, yeah. So Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, we got a pre-order trailer coming on PS5. Uh, the game looks dope. It looks really cool. My only concern is like, what about this is PlayStation 5 exclusive? Um, you know what I mean, the 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 Rift stuff is like this is the one game that I've seen thus far on PS5. That's like, yeah, I can see why that's I can see why that's exclusive. Like the Rift stuff and like the loading times bet- between those transitions are like incredible. But like that's that's it to me. Okay, and it's just like so there's a lot I didn't of like think about that. There's a lot of debris and projectiles and like particles that are flying around too. Um, if you look in the distance, like everything's animated, even like way out in the distance. Um, okay, I'm watching a gameplay video right now and it looks really cool. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see this happen. I never played other Ratchet and Clank games. I played the uh, the reboot that came out on PS4 a couple years ago. Yeah, uh, the time with the movie. Um, that was really good. I liked that a lot. And I've actually had people tell me who are huge Ratchet and Clank fans who are like, oh, that's not even the best Ratchet and Clank game. That's like, okay, by Ratchet and Clank standards. And I thought yeah. it was fucking excellent. I played through that game like twice, like back to back. Yeah, um, I too. Yeah, it's a good game. So this, <laughs> this might be the game that gets you to buy a PS5, if I'm being honest. Oh, gross. I, I would, it's- but I, I can't buy a thing for one game anymore. I did that with Metal Gear. I can't do it again. I here's the thing though. I know like I'm gonna play other games on it. I I just need that that killer app that's like okay, that's the reason to go out and buy it. Yeah. Um, plus, I gotta sell my PS4 Pro and like use that to help me buy it because the PS5 is gonna be able to play all my PS4 games, so it's not a total loss. Um, I'll have to wait and see though. Yeah. Um, I am seeing the Rift stuff and it does look really cool. Like that's. That's crazy how that works. Um, It looks cool. There's like a tiny load screen in the purple area between them, but it's like so tiny um, that it's like still impressive. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, I can't wait to play it. Maybe once PS5s are readily available and I don't have to worry about paying double price from a scalper. Yeah, I might check it out. We'll have to wait and see. It looks good, and I hope it's if it's an improvement over what I played before with the PS4 game, I'll, I'll be happy, dude. Um, we also got a gameplay video for the new uh, rear, Near Replicant uh, remake coming out. Uh, the Baron Temple, which is a pretty pivotal part in the Near story, if I remember correctly. I'm 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 excited to see this happening because Near's like one of those diamond and the rough style games that everyone tells me i should play um i played near automata but not the original because it looks so clunky and it is cool to see that this remake is taking some uh 
some um, ideas from Automata, incorporating that into play, so it actually looks like it be a play. Uh, yeah. This is definitely a game I want to check out, dude. Yeah, this is also the one that only came out in Japan, so this is the first, yeah. um, which I think essentially they're both kind of the same game, just you play like, you play the brother of the other character, like your yeah. brothers, so you play so, the other one, so. Yeah, so they're both the same game. The difference is that a uh, near replicant, uh, your the little girl's older brother, and characters kind of treat you differently. And with near Gestalt, which is the one that we got here in the states, you're her dad, and people treat. You yeah. Too. Um, there's actually a lot of expanded universe stuff, like audiobooks and like stage plays that like expand on that story, and it gets fucking dark. <laughs> Like, there's some dark shit in those stories that I had no idea actually happened. Um, I, I've never played the game. Like, I know all the stuff about, like, near lore, but I've never played near Replicant or Gestalt. So yeah. this will be cool for me to try out. Like, I I, really, I want to check this out. The combat looks like it's actually kind of fun now. There's some, uh, there's actually some thought put into it. It doesn't look as good as, like, what Automata put out, but it looks like fun. Yeah, actually, after I played, um, after I played, uh, Automata, I went back to, like, the Drakengard games, because there's some, like, lineage in those as well. Yeah, um, and those, those play like shit, dude. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, like. It's like a, like a stiffer, worse Dynasty Warriors. The, the, fir- the first game is, is the only, I, I think they got there by, like, Drakengard 3, but, like, the first game was, like, incredibly, like, weird. Um, yeah. the soundtrack is one of the most unique soundtracks I've ever heard in a video game before. Um, it's like, imagine like, uh, imagine Sa- Shadow of the Colossus soundtrack, but what if it was like repetitive? Like, what if you only had two bars of like the <laughs> combat music and it just repeated over and over and then there were like stabs, uh, like violent stabs all over the place like that's what that's what that music is is like super jarring and weird but at the same time it's like they're bangers i don't i don't know how to explain just look up the dragon guard one soundtrack and you'll you'll see what i mean um but yeah so like I'm, i'm interested in like the the lore of this game in a way that i don't usually get with with games so um i i do want to like go back and play all these just to see how it all connects, because because it's, it's super interesting. Yeah, I do too. It's just that the problem is the games are so hard to get a hold of now. Yeah. And graphically and gameplay wise, they don't play the best. Hopefully, you know, if Near Replicant does well, they might go back and do some of those. We'll yeah. have to wait and see if it does happen. Um, we also got a trailer for a new game called Breath Edge. Um, it looks like hey, I've no, I know nothing about this game until watching the trailer. But Breath yeah. Edge looks like a, um, it's like, like um, a space survival game. It kind of reminds me of Prey, but with more survival. Yeah. Which I love me some fucking Prey. I've talked about Prey quite a bit on this podcast. It's one of my, um, Prey better than Bioshock. I'm throwing that out there. If you like Bioshock. Wow. You will like Prey. Prey does the same thing Bioshock does, but better. That is an argument. I am. Well, Prey wasn't that supposed to be like? Wasn't that originally like 
planned as a System Shock 2? It was planned as a System Shock 3, actually. And 3, then, uh, yeah. I think I think the issue was, like, Bethesda was about to lose their Prey license. So, like, hey, call it Prey. And they were like, okay, we're not going to make it anything like Prey. They're like, <laughs> I don't care. Just use the name. And they're like, okay, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this looks um, like, um, the Breath Edge looks like um, Subnautica, but in space, kind of. That's, that's a much I'll... better description. Subnautica in space. Yeah. Um, it looks cool. Um, I'm definitely interested in it. That is dropping February 25th on the Epic Game Store and on other platforms. So I'll probably check it out. It looks yeah. cool. Um, we also got a trailer for a new Dying Light expansion. Viking yeah. Raiders of Haran. I, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> and I, two questions. Where did this come from? And two, why don't I care? <laughs> um, it looks dope as shit. To give, give you guys an idea, Dying Light came out, like, what, 2015? Like, six years ago? Like, Dying Light came out forever ago, and it's still getting content. Yeah. I mean, they did. They put out that other one, that... um, The Hellraid like, expansion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I still haven't played that, and I, like, I really want to, because, like, Hellraid was, like, their, their game that they were working on uh before dying like or something like that right and then they scrapped it yeah it was well, like, they, more they, like a the fantasy official, rpg they put it on hold. yeah they put it on a hold was the official story and then um they just incorporated it into dying light which i think is fucking cool <laughs> yeah that's such a cool thing to do man um and now they have this weird like viking thing going on it's awesome it's probably like assets from their hell raid stuff I don't care because it looks cool as shit. Um, If you haven't played Dying Light yet, seriously, go ahead and do it. Dying Light is so much fun. Um, I've beaten the main campaign on PS4. I haven't played the expansion at the following, but I own it on Steam. I just bought it a couple weeks ago and I'm playing it. The last time I lowered that game up, and I don't remember, I think I was playing with um, Ruben in the chat, I think. And um, there was an there was an event going on. There was a global event in the game that was going on that like made the melee attacks like twenty times stronger. So like every oh, yeah. time you punch something, it would just fucking explode in one hit. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like I couldn't like I was like I, didn't, I had no idea what was happening because I just kept melee attacking everything and it was just fucking exploding. I was like, "Dude, I'm one punch man!" Just everything was just fucking getting demolished. There's just um. When I played the game, the game had already been out for like a year or two years when I was playing it on uh, on PS4. And I guess during April Fool's Day, they were having like a fun little event where like the dropkick like fucking launched zombies into space. <laughs> yeah, they, they still had that. I, I was still... I didn't know about that. So I went to... I unlocked the dropkick and I went to dropkick a zombie and they like fucking flew. And I was like, holy shit. This yeah. game's amazing. I think maybe they just did that and just left it in there because it was it was still doing that when I when I played. But, but yeah, dying yeah, lights, um... dying lights come a long way, man. It's so cool that the game's like. I think it's so cool that the game came out. It was reviewed very well, and they're just gonna keep supporting it. Like that's so cool to me to see. Yeah. Um, and it's a fun game. You can get it for like twenty bucks right now. The game and the uh, following. Experience. Um, it won't. You can get the deluxe edition for I think like twenty bucks. It doesn't come with Hellraid or the Viking expansion. 
But honestly, for 20 bucks, I think it's worth it. Like that's another thing that's on sale right now. Go check it out. And they do have a uh, Lunar New Year event going on. So um, I can't wait for the sequel. I know they announced that forever ago. We haven't fucking heard shit about it since. Yep. What is up with these types of games, like these sequels, like just not coming out? Like Dying Light 2, uh, Dead Island 2. What's going on with those? <laughs> uh, well, I think Techland uh, was like, because they, they make these games, but they're not like, they don't really set the world on fire, you know? Like they have, they're good games in their own right, but they're not like blowout fucking hits. Which is a um, bummer because it should be. Fucking Dying Light's great. <laughs> yeah. I think didn't Techland no, that was someone else. But yeah, Techland's not like a huge name. So So yeah, I'm I'm surprised um, we even like have the time to or resources to keep putting out more content, so it's great. Yeah, the game's good. Uh go check it out. It's on sale. While you're out, if you like it, buy the expansion. Uh, we got a trailer for Chivalry 2. Wasn't Chivalry that game that had, like, the racist fans for a while? Who, like, um, freaked out when they put black people in the game? Oh, <laughs> uh, that a thing? That might have been. That, I mean, that could be anything. No, I think that might have been, uh... Oh, fuck, what was that game called? The... That, like, that Witcher... It's not. It wasn't, it wasn't a Witcher game, but it was. Um, fuck. What was that like? That middle. That oh god, I was gonna say Middle Eastern. It was like an Eastern European set game where it was. It had chivalry. Kingdom Come. There we go. Leo gets. Fucking I stumbled over. This. <laughs> was it Kingdom Come? I thought Kingdom Come was like the RPG. I still. I still. Yeah, but there's no black people in the game, so people were mad at it. No, no. There's another issue where, like, I think chivalry came out. I think it was chivalry. Like a game came out and a game, it was like an Eastern European like setting. And people were like, Hey, where's all the black people? And there was like, Oh, we didn't think about that. Let's put black people in the game. And then a bunch of fans got pissed off. Like, what the fuck? Why are you putting black people in my white game? <laughs> I know I that know. was like a thing that happened. Hold on. That could have been chivalry, but I know, I know kingdom come for sure. It was like, people were upset that there weren't black people, but. I know there was like a huge thing where like or Mordhow Leo Getz says Mordhow. Oh, it might have been Mordhow. Hold on. Yeah, all these games kind of just run in the same vein to me. <laughs> um, just, well, what's funny is that a lot of it's like it's a game, so why do you care? You know, they want to put some inclusion in there and put like women and people of color. Like, why are you gonna get like upset when they do it? It's a video game. Yeah. I remember there, there was, like, a bunch of, like, threads on, like, Reddit. Like, really, like, racist threads that come off super racist. And at the end of it, they're always like, I'm not racist. I just want historical accuracy. <laughs> yeah, I bet they LARP is Civil War reenactors, too. <laughs> it's it's so funny. I, I got to find one of these, but it, it's so funny. It's, like, a page long, and it's, like, some of the most, like, offensive racist shit. And at the end of it, he is like, but it's not because I'm racist, because I just want some historical accuracy in my game. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, controversy aside, <laughs> Chivalry <laughs> was a pretty good game when it came out, like, despite like the shitty fan base. Um, it was a pretty good game when it came out. Um, the Chivalry, Chivalry is getting a sequel with a closed beta set to go live between March 1. 
Uh, this game looks dope. It looks bigger than what the first Chivalry was. It looks more yeah. grand than what the first Chivalry was. Yeah. Also, shout out to GeoKings100 for the follow. Um, th- This game looks like what I want out of um those like Total War games where it's like like complete chaos but also like i want to be the one i want to be the guy you know what i mean i want to be the, the dude doing the the, the siege out of the yeah. thousands i just want to be the one guy that's just just in the shit and that's kind of like what this looks like just way way bigger um they're doing a beta on march oh i didn't get the date hold on look like march 26 march 29 I think every time I click the seek on on YouTube, it like sticks. I remember I I found the video. It was Mordhau that was doing this. (laughs) Okay. And it turns out it's like a lot more fucked up than I thought it was. A lot of people were like, I think they announced like, oh, we're going to put women and people of color in the game. And people were like, what the fuck? I don't want women or like people of color ruining my white game. So (laughs) And so they bought, they doubled down because they're like, okay, we'll put a switch in so you could turn them off. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what happened. <laughs> so no, chivalry's cool. Chivalry's cool. Go buy chivalry. Mordhouse a fucking piece of shit. There's still the developer behind it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This happened like in 2019. This wasn't even a long time ago. This is 2019. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. It goes both ways because every every time someone like decides to make a game and and it has like a like a, a main character that's a woman like even the, the new um Grand Theft Auto game that like the rumors were like the, the protagonist would be like a female and people were just fucking up in arms about it. And I'm like, Well, why is that like why is that a bad thing? Like why? Here's why is... the problem. It's a bunch of like, pris like kissy guys, who for some reason think being a man and being white is like the default, <laughs> and anything out of that is like, oh, you're virtue signaling. Like no, like these people fucking exist, dude. Like, yeah, well, I'm sure it's great, but why is like anything out of the van- why is like anything that's not vanilla? Why is that? immediately bad or why is that immediately virtue signaling like do we not yeah can we not is it not do we not think that they could just make a story and that's the story that they want to make instead of the story that they they they're making just to adhere to some like social like culture shift like i don't like people get so fucking crazy about this shit Dude, I know it's ridiculous. There's no reason to get crazy about it, and it's it's it's, it's so. And people wonder why, like, like gamers get such like a bad rap. It's because of shit like that. Yeah, well, that's not just gaming. Like, it happens in the movies and TV shows, uh, like everything. Oh, I don't understand why. Imagine going to the bank and seeing a black person and being like, <laughs> "Fucking like, virtue signaling! You're letting black people in here!" Like, no. <laughs> Fuck out of here. What's wrong with you? <laughs> um all jokes aside, Chivalry does look Chivalry 2 looks cool. Uh stay away from Mordhau, I guess. Uh, actually I don't know what happened with that story. Maybe they realized that maybe maybe turning on a racist switch like isn't the best idea. <laughs> but 
racism on or off. Man, this game's so progressive. It has a racism toggle. <laughs> um, all jokes aside, though, Chivalry Two looks good. Um, I actually kind of want to check this out. That I see. Um, yeah, it looks dope. Go check out Chivalry Two. Uh, it's yeah. gonna be available June eighth, twenty twenty one. Open betas between March twenty sixth and March twenty eighth. Go check it out. Um, we got some game releases coming out. We got a Zero Lane Crosswave coming out on the Nintendo Switch February sixteenth. I don't fucking know what that game is. You put that there without <laughs> any links, man. And now you cross the click the uh the title. Oh, there it is. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't working like the other links. Uh what is? It's like a what is this? What is this game? Looks what like the a, hell am I looking at? Looks like Warship Gunner. <laughs> it's like Warship Gunner, but with anime women. <laughs> That's exactly what this is. <laughs> it's a warship game, but you play as anime women with guns strapped to their arms. Historic battleships come to life. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, I love Japan, man. While we were debating about whether Six Days of Fallujah was okay to release as a game, Japan was doing this. <laughs> I love I'm it. I'm just dude. saying, man, who's the real like first world country here? <laughs> Only in Japan. They, they, Japan always likes to turn their like war shit into anime women. Like they have one where like guns are girls. So like your AK forty seven is a hot anime chick. Um, they do it for like um, um, I saw jet this, like, planes mod that turned like I've seen that I saw this mod for like Pokemon like I think it was like Pokemon not, not the older ones like the Game Boy Advance ones that turned all the Pokemon sprites into like anime women <laughs> it's the same game just the sprites for the Pokemon are changed <laughs> and it's hilarious oh and the, the calls were changed so instead of saying like Bulbasaur or Pikachu they say like Senpai and whatever else <laughs> I don't know what the fucking. I don't watch a lot of anime. I don't know what the the, the tropes are. Um, right. this looks fucking crazy. I would try this honestly. It, do, it, it looks pretty good, actually. It doesn't look bad at all. <laughs> it doesn't look great either, but I would yeah. try this, dude. It's twenty dollars. Uh, we'll see. I have a couple beers, and we'll see how I feel after. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, this is fucking beautiful. Um. That's coming out on Switch February 16th. So if you want to pick it up on Switch, you can do that or get it on Steam now for 20 bucks. Um, we also got a new trailer for a PS4 game coming out called Fallen Legion Revenants that also comes out February 16th. This looks pretty cool. It kind of reminds me of like Valkyrie Profile. Uh, which I guess is kind of the point. It looks like it's heavily inspired Valkyrie Profile. Like, it looks really cool. Like, it's Valkyrie profile crossed with, like, uh, graphically speaking, it's a very simple graphic style, but it's very, very much, like, well-drawn. I don't I don't like the animation as much. Maybe Vanillaware just kind of ruined, like, 2D animation for me in video games. But the game looks nice. It looks really cool. Um, I'm into it, dude. I might actually check this game out. It looks cool as fuck.
Uh, we also got a trailer for Speed Limit, also coming out February 16th. Uh, now, this game, I did actually hear about this one a while ago, looks absolutely nuts. It looks like, like a parody action movie. <laughs> that just It looks insane. Like, I'm seeing this dude, like, flying a helicopter, and he's, like, jumping from car to car. He's driving a motorcycle. All the meanwhile, he's got, like, a pistol he's shooting people up with. It looks insane, this the speed limit. Um, that comes out February 16th as well, and it has a demo up now. Yeah, this is this looks crazy. <laughs> it looks really cool, actually. I kind of want to check this out. Are you still there, Sabi? Hello, Sabi. You still there, man? I think we might be having some uh, audio issues. Okay. The voice maker crashed. Okay. No worries. I can keep this going. Uh, but yeah, this game looks really cool. Um, what else? Uh, so Wednesday, February 17th, we have uh, SNK versus Capcom, the match of the millennium coming on Nintendo Switch. I'm actually, I've actually been really excited to talk about this one. Um, those of you who don't know, um, back in the day, um, the two biggest arcade game developers were SNK and Capcom. Um, and they both had their own fighting games. Capcom had, you know, Street, uh, Street Fighter, and SNK had, like, um, Fatal Fury, uh, King of Fighters, and uh, Samurai Showdown. Well, a deal was worked out many years ago where the two of them would release their own game using characters from both franchises and pocket the money for that game. So SNK made SNK versus Capcom. Capcom made Capcom versus SNK, which Capcom versus SNK 2 is probably one of my favorite fighting games. What's crazy with SNK versus Capcom, though, is that the first one was actually a Neo Geo pocket color game. That actually looks like a lot of fun. Um, it's a pocket color fighting game with very simple Neo Geo pocket color graphics. Uh, I never thought we'd be getting a re-release of this game, but it looks like it's coming out on Switch pretty soon, February 17th. So that's definitely something I want to check out. Um, also, the Speed Limit game I talked about earlier, that's also coming out February 17th too. So that'll be cool to see. Um, February 17th, 